The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Pod three. We'll take it. Pod three oh five. Wow, wow, that's flown by since Sean Deere, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it has that's actually. Five, five since Sean. Four weeks. Four weeks. Uh, and four weeks. For five, five weeks. That's the way numbers work. Oh dear. Anyway. Oh, numbers are weird, aren't they? Yeah. Let's uh, let's do that pod. Yeah, let's do that pod. The numbers weird are weird. Pod. Been a great start, well done, lads. Yeah. Um, so, uh, James Endicott is here. Hi, hi, how are you how doing? Are you? Very good, thank you, uh, JD. Thank you. Good to see like you. Like your jacket. Thank you, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm surprised you can see me. <laughs> it's, it's camouflage. Um, <laughs> Kev, You've got the job. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Day. <laughs> Hello, good to be back. Yeah, it's good to... Wait, oh, you weren't here last week, were you? Of I course. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got a baby, and I don't... I don't I'm not you sleeping. Really, oh, yeah, I've you got really, three children. You really I remember it. things. <laughs> That's taken me one minute to mention it on this week's podcast. Wow, really? Yeah, wow. Anyway. Put the photographs down. Uh, <laughs> so, lads, are we ready to kick off with some reviews? Only if they're five star. Because they're all five star. Well, in that case, I'm all ears. So, this one's from Awesome Trader. Oh, awesome. Who says, awesome five star name. Who says, these are my own thoughts and no money has changed hand for the following <laughs> review. <laughs> but when you put it like that, it sounds very different. Um, I've been listening to this pod for several years now. Have to conclude, it is simply the best palace-related pod. Laughter, tears, oh. sensible debate. It has it all. What? <laughs> well, are you sure you're listening to the FYP podcast? Yeah. Um, great connection between all the guests, whoever is on. And for me, it's a must-listen whether won, drawn, or lost the previous oh, game. Keep up you. the great work, chaps. What a nice oh, review. That's a lovely review. That's a lo- lo- lovely Thank you. A couple JD, more. Dave Whatnot. Hi, Dave. Hello, Whatnot. Says, <laughs> says, <laughs> have a bag of Whatnots, please, sir. That's <laughs> yeah, all right, son. Uh, good you over 18? Yes, I am. Good li- <laughs> What's that good? Anyway. I've got to be over 18 in London to buy Whatnots. Yeah, fact. What, what's yeah. A, what? oh, Do I want to know what I want? Look it up. No, you don't know what no okay, fine. All right. You don't not want to know what I want. And that is the title of this week's pod. Good listen, especially when the... 
they get players on. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And apart from Kevin's hate for Dougie Friedman, it's great fun. <laughs> oh. Free the pod. How dare you? And then one well, say it's antipathy rather than it's one below hate. Antipathy. It's one below hate. Antipathy. Okay. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Mu- is it mutual? He doesn't like me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah but oh, no, that's what it is, isn't it? He doesn't like me. No. He started. He, he started. He started. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, he doesn't. I don't think he likes many people. To be honest. No. But yeah, so he did start. Uh, <laughs> he did start okay, one more review. Geraldo Badman. All right, nice Badman. man, Geraldo. Thank you. And he's titled it "If Only Dougie Was This Proficient." <laughs> Brilliant. That's, that's the best one so far. That review. <laughs> Great debates and many lols. Those appearing on the pod complement each other perfectly. A must listen, Palace fans who like me shop at Waitrose. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting trolled there. Anyway, look, thank you so much for those reviews. Um, if you haven't left us one, please do. Give us a five-star rating. It gets us up the list, and it means that other people can find a pod. And please subscribe uh, on wherever you get your pods, whatever app, because that also helps us out get up the table. Are you ready for this week's patron shout-out? Oh, yes, always. I'm ready. Can we get we a drum roll of some sort? Go. It's Damien McGee. Hi, Damien. Hey, Damien McGee. What a legend. And you can join our patron at patreon.com forward slash FYP podcast. We'll have more questions from our patrons later on in the show. Shall we talk about Palace's defeat? Shall we? To Leicester City. Let's talk about On that. Sunday. Leicester. Um, so I'll pose you the same question I posed Selzy straight after the game, which was... And Selzy said, no, it's brilliant. Best performance all season. I don't, <laughs> yeah. don't know what he won, but don't yeah, worry Roy about it. can only work with what he's got. Actually, I got a message from Andy Street earlier saying mm. that the post-match pod was very good and level-headed. Well, he can afford to pay for the post-match pod, can't he? So <laughs> How dare you? And I haven't listened to it. <laughs> yeah, Three, no, $3 never... a month. Well, there's varying t- <laughs> tiers. Anyway. Three dollars a month. Three dollars um, a week. Let me pose you. Oh, God, it's one of those pods. The first question I asked Selzy, which was... Fair result? Oh, it was an absolutely fair result. I mean, I think you. I got a bit of stick for, for tweeting a, a humorous variation of a fair result, <laughs> basically. And, you know, there's a couple of Palace fans who said, no, we were definitely a better team and they were wrong. 1 0, you could argue, but it was a fair result. It was a sobering performance in a, in a way for us. It's, you, it's the first time this season when you. We all know where we sit in the scheme of things, but we've got. Maybe a bit carried away with being fifth or sixth, so we, that's a bit of a cold slap in the face. Um, it was nothing played, that wasn't expected. No, no, okay. but to be fair, it's exactly what was expected. I, I don't think we played badly. I think we were all right, but they were just a little bit better than us in every every department. They were more creative than us, mm. more forward thinking than we were, quicker to the ball, stronger than we were, better players, pretty much in every position. And you know, we would have beaten a lot of other teams around us with that performance, and it was quite sharp and bright at the start. But we simply haven't we haven't got a Vardy, we haven't got a well, Madison. This is the thing. We, you know, their, their defence is more mobile than us. You know, Schlupp and Van Arnold both had you know, off days, and I still I'll keep saying this. I don't care how many people disagree with me. I don't know what Schlupp's for. He's a good player, but I don't know what he's for. I like Schlupp. But what's he doing in that? What's his role? What does he do, though? What does well, he do? A bit of everything. With, with Townsend, Townsend's, I know Townsend was injured, but he's better going forward. He's better defensively. You know where he sits in the team. With Schlupp, he was, he, you look up one second, he's central midfield. One second, he's in front of Van Arnold. One second, he's on. He, what's his. I do feel <laughs> yeah. if, if Townsend hadn't was injured apparently if he hadn't been injured I think he probably would have kept his place yeah. from the Arsenal yeah, game because he so. did play quite well but the thing about Enders is like, this Leicester team they're almost a bit the team we'd like to be if we had more money and 
maybe invested it a little bit better. That might be a bit harsh. You know, they've spent very well. They're the same sort of size team of us, but they're, they're kicking on a bit more than we are, aren't they? Well, I just think they're the, they're, they're the team to look at. Rather than say, uh, no disrespect to old and long uh, Man City fans, but it's like, you know, it's the, the way that they play football, the way they conduct themselves as a club, I think it's very yeah. commendable. I think they're, you know, they're... they're I hate to say it, they're they're a proper football club, Leicester City. You know they are. They're a proper football club, and you know I think you've got to look at them and you've got to you know raise your hat, doff your cap, whatever to them, and say well done. You know, and as Kev said, we were outplayed in every position pretty much, but we always knew that was going to happen. I think when we were six and we looked at the next five games and we saw it was yeah. the five game teams in front of us, Leicester was the one where I thought that's that's the team that could batter us. Mm. We we always seem to do all right against your Liverpool's, your Man City's because. Just the way they play, and we can counterattack. And Leicester... is it a psychological thing? Because against the big teams, we do seem to think we can give no, them no, a go. No, but no, Leicester, no, it's not, no, last, no, Leicester, no, last, last two, top fourteen, last yeah. two seasons, we've we've beaten them at Sellers Park. And so I wouldn't necessarily say they outplayed us in every position. They were just a little bit just better, better than us in just every, better, in every yeah. position. And, and the thing is, they were champions in two thousand and sixteen, so they're going to attract players of a higher quality than we can. But they, apart from Vardy and one or two others, they've pretty much completely revamped that squad. They had a difficult season and a half after they won the title. Mm. They identified where the problems mm. were, got a manager in to change it, and they re- and replaced the players where they need to re- replace them. But, yeah, they've got way more money than we have, but they've got, ironically, because you know, Leicester and Southampton are the two teams people in football look at and say these are properly run clubs from top to bottom. But mm. one of them's doing really well and one of them's probably going to get relegated. So, yeah. It's not necessarily okay. And, and there is an argument, like we're talking in the pub afterwards, if Brendan Rodgers managed Palace on Sunday and Roy Hodgson managed Leicester, would we have won? No, he wouldn't. So it's not to do. It's nothing to do with the managers. It's to do with the quality of the player we've got. And you could see Hodgson for the first time this season on BBC on Sunday night looked generally cross when he, the question was put to him about defensively still quite sound. And the question was, but still short of goals. And his answer was, what do you expect with the mm. options I've got available? What Which it did, the first what, time. What the game did, Kevin, you, you said it earlier on, J.D., what the game did, it just it showed up all the faults that we talked yeah, about. We've week in, about week exactly. in, and we've known about since before this season even started. We've known where our faults are. We know we've got a good team, but we haven't got any strength in depth. We know we're missing in certain areas. And playing a team like Leicester... Yeah. It just shows it all up, you yeah. know. And the obvious example was start of the second because there was one early in the game. There's one brilliant move. Zahar outside of his right foot. Oh, that's a beautiful into, ball into Au, which is a really good ball. Yeah. And that would have been one of the goals of the season. Yeah, it's a good strike as well. And at, at that stage, well, this is this is fine. Then they got, but then start of the second half, we had a five six minute spell. There's one the ball flashed across the goal. Au, that would have been a goal for Leicester. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah because we, mm. yeah, even if you take Vardy out of the team, they've got other players to go in. You look at their bench. And it's and we're not. It's not moaning. It's moaning. It's frustration because we're not a bad side, but we're probably top ten. But we know where we're short, and this mid, the midfield. Is, it, is, it also shows as well on, on a wider thing, Kev. It shows the gap between the so-called top six, which I think Leicester yeah, possibly are, yeah. and the top I, ten even. I, I think and it just yeah. shows the massive gap that you've got between uh, absolutely. in the Premier League. Because I, I, I think we could finish top ten and it'll be everyone will be happy. Yeah, Leicester, without a doubt, I think Leicester could finish second. I think, for me, they're almost... Top four, I think, For me, I enjoyed watching them more than Man City, to be honest. Without they a doubt. Move, they move the ball so quickly. Yeah, but they are a good team. The worrying thing is that the first... And we've, we've talked about this beforehand. Mm. The, the first two teams we've come up against that are properly mobile, we've lost to, and we've really struggled. Yeah. 
and it really even came, it really showed up the flaws in our in our well, defence and their midfield. It really did. And the mid the midfield, he's just got the same. He's got the three versions of the same player. And you just look at the... They've got one defensive midfielder play, basically, in Ndidi, and the others are all creative, forward-looking. We've got... Either get rid of Camaras or all play him. Mm. It's as simple as that, because we've got the play... We've got the quality. Yeah. Everyone says it. He was Carly's player of the year last year. Every, every single journalist you talk to... I was speaking to Peter Crouch yesterday. He's, why is he not playing? So, you know, he's on the bench, fine. But you just have to look. If you want to win games, look at teams like Leicester mm. and look at the balance of their... Because otherwise, we just... It's back to the Allardyce days. We take we take the point. We'll respect the but point. But then it, when the point's gone, yeah. doesn't it prove? Talk, we're talking about we'll probably finish top ten this season. Doesn't it prove <coughs> what a good job Roy is doing? And it comes back to we, that post-match question. Absolutely. That actually, he's getting this squad very comfortable at the moment in the top half of the table with the squad that has a lot of holes in it that we know where the, where the things are missing. So it, it, he's doing well with with what he's got. It's, it's, but he is it's like, starting to get frustrated. Have you just had a text from Selzy. <laughs> no, I, I agree, but I mean the thing is as well. But if, if compare the two managers, if you like, and probably, I think most football fans would rather have Brendan Rodgers in charge of their team than than Roy Hodgson. Mm. Well, you know, just a guess because he's he's won things if, more recently. If Roy leaves, then obviously you know Rodgers yeah, would be. But no, it's I'm, not happen, I'm, but... I'm still happy with Roy Hodgson. But then. There are people who say, oh, okay, fine, Roy Hodgson, uh, you can only work with what you've got. Well, he's been here two years now, so mm. the first thing, you know, Brendan Rodgers came in with a wish list and got the players he wanted. So you can say, is Roy res- responsible? I mean, I'm happy you know who I blame, but you, the manager has to take... Mm. So the manager must be saying where the, the gaps are. So if you, he can't be completely absolved. But yes, he's, he's, I, I think it's slightly odd... Does it, does, Man, but you play does Man City, Joseph. You play Man City, you, and you don't expect any of our players to be to, to be in the Man City team. You play Leicester, you do expect that some of our players would be in their team. And, that, and on Sunday, none of our players, not even Wilf, Leicester Leicester fans wouldn't look at any of our players and say, "Yeah, I'd have him in. I'd have him in goal. I'd have him up front." And that's 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 a worry. Wilf, yeah, Wilf, maybe, maybe Wilf. No, not the, not the way he's been playing this season. Not on Sunday. Look, anyway, no. we, Sorry, we do have lot, No, no, I, I can't remember. I'll, if I remember, you just let me know. Okay, I'll let you know. Yeah, um, I'll, just, I'll just knock or something. Yeah, on. just <laughs> wave. Just wave at me. Send um, an email. We do have questions. Actually, lots of questions about transfers and stuff, and we'll come on to them in part two where we've got our athletic article, which is pretty much sort of based on what we've been saying. But well, why don't we deal with the transfer questions now? Because Strike, I want striker, two fullbacks. <laughs> yeah, let Central. me. I want to go through the game first. There's a few okay. sort of talking points, and, and we've had a few questions about. Set pieces. Now, obviously, against oh, Arsenal last week, we yeah. let in two from set pieces. Yeah. We let in another one on Sunday against Leicester with Sion Chu. Yeah, we're, yeah. Going, we're going with Sion Chu. Is that yeah. right? Think, yeah, yeah um, nodding in. And before that, apparently, we were one of the best. I think hadn't conceded from a set for, piece for before that. Long, so Chaz Lucas, hi Chaz, has said, "Where are these defensive frailties at corners coming from? You'd have thought we'd be stronger at the back with a presence like Cahill in the box." And then Ben Hook. Hi, has said, should I email Roy directly to ask him to do some more work on defending corners? I don't think Roy does email. I don't think possibly he's got not. No, up. maybe WhatsApp. I think Roy's got a phone at home. Yeah, with a dial. Yeah, <laughs> one of the, the old circular <laughs> yeah. ones. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, Van Arnholt. It, it, I don't. It's not really. I mean, we are all blaming him, but it's kind of. I'm not sure what he's supposed to do. I think. I think what the set piece shows up for me was more less how badly we defend them at the moment, more how much variety the other teams have got in theirs. Every single Leicester corner and free kick was different. Yeah. 
And that one, the one that he flicked on Van Arnold, he hit it with such pace. Mm. It only had to touch somebody that's going to go somewhere dangerous. Yeah. But every corner they took, I think they had three or four people taking dead balls. There was so much variety. And again, we haven't, we simply haven't got that. We that's always more, for me, about, that's more worrying. We always moan about our dead balls, yeah. you know, where we've got kicks outside the area or from corner kicks. There's never any variety. And I suppose that goes into defending them as well. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah, like, yeah. just defend it. It's frustrating because man, on, man on the front post, you think should be nodding that away. And I agree, he Madison put so much whip on his set pieces; it is difficult. But and it was flat as well. It, it was and flat, and but it was as soon as the first man misses it or it skims off him, then it's gonna, you know, people Cahill and Tompkins would have been thinking, "Oh, that's getting headed away." Yeah, and then it doesn't. They well, just that, look a bit lost, though, didn't they? Those two. But that's the art of good defending: is you should prepare for what you don't expect. Hundred percent. Well, on our set pieces, because Chen Chu adapted really. I mean, he had to sort of adjust himself so it's, it, we, there was time to defend it yeah but he was there was a good still on Twitter somebody yeah. still and he was sort of basically on his own right. yeah yeah oh yeah, without, yeah. So he'd, he'd found yeah. space it was frustrating good player. and it was annoying because he is a good player and um, Guaita had brought up a really good save from Johnny Evans right so before that to yes. one over the bar yeah. Yeah. and it's almost like that save goes to waste because then we can yeah. see from the next corner but PVA did take a corner in the first half uh, in front of the homestead down in front of me yeah. in front of the main stand uh, swinging in it's the first time I've seen someone yeah. not take right, that wasn't okay. Luca he, take one with Luca on the pitch, and he took two free kicks, which went aimlessly over the bar. <laughs> but at least, well. it, at least it is you know potentially it, 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 them thinking well, trying. someone else can but have it, a go. It, but it is. But having to be fair, and I've, this goes back to conversations we've had before about, and this is where the difference between Roy Hilton and Brendan Rogers would be, is that none of our free kicks look like they've been worked on in training. They mm, look like okay, yeah. we'll try and get him in the box. Mainly slowly, and then see what happens. Every single one of Leicester's set pieces looked like there was a plan, and there's something had been gone mm-hmm. on. And I, don't, I think Roy's of an era where that sort of thing wasn't important. You had a corner, you you shoved it on the 18 yard box. You got a free kick, you shoved the ball on the mm-hmm. 18 yard. You're on the penalty spot. That's that's what they, that's what his generation it's do. Just, there's I think no it's, imagination. There's no well. There's no imagination from him or the coaching staff. But it doesn't seem there's any imagination from the players the, uh, as well. Because if, if the players are worth their salt, they say, "Hang on a second. What about trying this or trying that?" And it's one of the things we always moan about. We're missing that creativity. That's somebody yeah. who can un, un, unlock the door, as they say. When did we last score from a set piece? There wasn't a penalty. There wasn't a penalty. Twenty thirteen. I don't know. I, can't, I, can't, I can't, genuinely I've got, can't think I, of one. No, I so can't, I can't think. Clearly, they're not. I don't know. We used to. Be, I feel like we used to be quite prolific. Pro- well, we used to, I mean, proficient. Those prolific. Of us, those prolific. Of, those of us from an older generation remember how it took a whole season for people to get used to. We'd flick it to the to the front post and flick it. Andy Form would flick it back. Yeah. Yeah. We scored yeah, yeah. about seven goals from yeah. the corner. Yeah, we should just go back to that. We'll try go back to anything. Go back to, <laughs> again, Camarasa. Talk to every Cardiff fan. Go, is Cameras is the best striker of a dead ball they've seen at Cardiff. Yeah, so, we were so told that, weren't we? Yeah, and he took corners the from both. Sides, modern game is all about fluidity. It's all yeah. about it's all about changing in the moment. Yeah. It's not just waiting till half time and doing any of this or wait to the end of the game and talking about it on, at training on Monday. It's about changing in the moment and movement and people's intelligence and the game has got to that level. We just don't seem to have that. Yeah. Okay, we're talking of changing in the moment. Then mm. the other big talking point after the game was Roy's substitutions. Yeah. Uh, which I think Fed say he probably got wrong. Uh, I've got them down here. It was Maya for Kiate after 71 minutes, and then a double sub of Benteke and James McCarthy for Ayu and MacArthur on 75. I don't think it's fair to say none of those players that came on had the desired impact. Max looked very lost, and but, Benteke actually, 
I mean, we've got a question from Carl Mortimer. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. It, it's not a question, he's put a statement. Are you off Benteke on repeat in capitals? Yeah, <laughs> 75 minutes. Always 75 minutes. Is there, was there not an argument at that point, 1-0 down 15 minutes ago? Put the two of them up front, maybe? I, I think so. Something yeah, different. absolutely. If, we'll you, just... if you're going to go... Go for it. Go you're at home. Ball, go long ball if you want to do that. Go, there's nothing... I don't think any Palace fan would mind that. Because bringing... Replacing Ayu with Benteke as a lone striker isn't going to get you two goals to win the game. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's somebody... I can't remember... I think it might have been on, someone on this pod or someone in the pod. I can't remember. This pod and the Porsons merging the world. Yeah. It's <laughs> all those peas, people talking, People talking random Palace nonsense. But, <laughs> but somebody made the point. It's like... It's kind of the wrong way around with Ayu and Benteke. Because Ayu really works for centre-backs... For, yeah. for 75 minutes and then Benteke comes on and they can clock off for the rest of the game whereas if Benteke worked them for 75 minutes yeah. and then Ayu comes on with energy and, and, yeah. and pace yeah. to, to not lightning pace but some pace because then they because you know, we said it before Benteke comes on sits a bit deep the back four move forward and, yeah. and we lose any momentum the Maya thing and I had a not a row with somebody on Twitter but it's like he's not he's not fit he's not up to the pace of the game because yeah, he's not starting of course, he's not up to the pace of, of the game. If the only time he ever gets the chance to play, yeah, is is every third game he comes on when we're one nil down or two nil down again, and it, and uh, ironically, the conversation we had earlier about none of our players getting in the Leicester team, Maya's probably the only player that would play for Leicester because they've got enough players to cover because he 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 would suit them because they move the ball about so quickly because they're so positive minded yeah, because yeah, they've got maybe. other players that they can afford to carry a player so is Maya then okay so yeah. if we're just sort of drawing a bottom line under it is Maya just not a Roy slash Crystal Palace player absolutely I would I would argue a year ago most people in Germany say Maya was as good as Madison he's got the same skills got mm. the same, but he's just not got a chance to flourish in the Premier League so we, we can't have a go at Maya because we can't judge him it's like you, you can't have a go at Camarasa because we've not seen him. He's not the problem with Meyer and Camarasa. I mean, player. it was a it was a harsh it was a difficult role to come on and ask to play it. You know, well, wide left, wide nil down. It's yeah. basically saying make something happen for me. Like, yeah. It's difficult, and it, it's you, difficult to make it, it coming on from wide left is hard for anyone to to change the game. It, it takes five ten minutes to get into a game anyway. Yeah, so by that time you're into the last few minutes. But uh, the problem is, James, when Meyer has started, yeah. I remember one game away at Bournemouth last season, he was a passenger in that one, and then yeah. Camarasa started against Colchester in the cup this season. By all accounts was okay but you know yeah, didn't yeah. dominate a league two team like you'd expect but they do get these chances and it, Kevin's right it is few and far between it's not regular runs you to have to they take don't them. quite shine do they but, and, but the thing is with this you know with, with the game the way it is you've got to take those chances whether it's against Colchester or whoever it's against you've got to take them yeah that's true but then again the pressure on you if you feel that you're auditioning for a place in the team yeah, but that's uh, but, but the only Kev, thing. But Kev, that's football. That's, well, that, that, you're that's a football true, player. But, and, but also, you are in constantly audition every time you walk onto the pitch. But McCarthy came, played against West Ham. Yeah, played really well. Did well. Yeah. Has he started no. since? No. 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 We, McCarthy is is McArthur with forward intent essentially, but we know the players Hodgson wants and the sort of players he wants, and they're the ones who start and they're the ones who keep you in the game. Until such time as we nick a goal, and that's not good enough for a for a team at home against. I Leicester. just remember what I was going to at say home. earlier on. Yeah. I was going yeah. to say, there's a lot of people I was reading on Twitter and various social media platforms after the game. We're just basically saying that it just proves that there's no there's no forward thinking from Roy. It's just we're all right with what we've got. Let's yeah. just keep what we've got. There's no there's no chance. Nobody nobody in the club seems to want to push us any further forward. Yeah. And we're just talking about there, we're talking about the, the players we're talking about. Yeah, well, they're doing all right, but it's not really doing that. It's, just, it's all a bit like, uh, 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 uh. There's nobody in there going, right, come on, let's do that. 
Yeah. Let's move forward. Let's put that there. Let's try this out. Let's let's give Maya three games. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do that. But because because the game is on such margins, yeah, yeah. such margins that if we you look, play you know, three games in Max Meyer midfield and he doesn't click and you yeah, lose all three games, then I suddenly know, you're exactly you're so this, is, so this is it is well, exactly yeah. so this yeah. is this is the this is the dilemma. It's not as easy as just getting rid of Hodgson and getting somebody else in, or maybe maybe I'm not I'm not advocating get Roy out, but maybe the one solution to all this would be a change of leadership, and well, then you have a change of leadership. It's come the whole club changes. Just like that, but we tried that with, with Frank. Well, this one's yeah, the change, yeah. Of, a change it of leadership. It's risky, isn't it? It's very risky. There's yeah. a very interesting thing in the, in the standard on Monday saying this is a fascinating standard, time, a fascinating time for Palace because Steve Parrish was on Five Live talking about offering Roy Hodgson a new contract and they're really keen that he signs a new contract. Mm. And Hodgson was saying this is the first time in five seasons we're established. Feels like we we're not in danger of relegation. And Stan said, "Well, so this is an important time. And what do you say? Okay, we'll settle for this mm. for the next three, four, let's five, six forward. seasons. Or do you you say, look at January, let's have a bit of ambition. We know that the club have have sold Wambasaka's fee to an Australian bank, so they've got the money early. So you hope that that's to be put towards players. Do we think that was?" to be put towards these new academy 20 million academy I, I plans don't know. that have I, been announced who, who knows but there's a reason for it and it's but you my fear is that genuinely Steve Parrish will go no actually we'll come it'll come to christmas he'll go no we're we're right we're 8th 9th fine let's stick with what we got hmm. finish 8th 9th take the you know and, which and instead, at the beginning of the season you'd be happy about yeah, but Kev. not after, yeah. but when you're watching the games and you see the way the club is operating on the field you just wonder is it just doesn't seem to be any movement. No, I agree, but even if whatever it took to get Batshuayi over the summer, even if Batshuayi was playing on right. Sunday, and it was, he's not as good as Vardy, he's not a natural instinctive finisher, but he's a threat for their back four. Yeah, he's somebody who will score a goal. Like we, like we've seen him score goals out of out of nothing. Mm. The way at Burnley, for example, goals that, that hit him and go in. The way, mm. the way at Leicester, right, Leicester, yeah. way at Leicester. Yeah. So we've seen it poses a different threat because at the moment. Everybody's back four was having a we, day off against us. We, don't. we have got one player who is potentially world class who could change a game, and that's Wilf. And Wilf's mind yeah. is potentially is possibly somewhere else. He was on Saturday, you know, Sunday. you know, and it's like, and also every every team we play knows that Wilf's mind. Just yeah. get just get Wilf out of the game if it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah, and it's, it's so it's simple a, for the opposition. Well, also increasingly as well, City and Leicester both targeted Van Arnholt. Because they know yeah, that he, yeah, they know that true. he creeps forward too much. Yeah, they know they can get behind him. He's, I mean, he's got a mistake in every game. It's two, twice in the first half where he lost the ball, Divering, and against a team like Leicester, against a team like Norwich, it's fine. Yeah. You can recover against a team like Leicester and City. They're in. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't think we should point Leicester are. Uh, no, no Leicester are a good side. one of the best without, teams without in the league. Doubt. Yeah, without, no, there's yeah. no two ways about it. But at home against Leicester, we should be looking to have more ambition. That we have, and that was it, wasn't it? And it is clear though that Roy, Roy obviously knows that. But you know, Roy says, "What can I do with the players I've got?" Well, you know, some of them are your players. You've got Milivojevic, Kiati, McCarthy, McCarthy. Four versions of the same thing. Yeah. You know, do we need three three cent strong defensive central midfield fielders at home to Leicester? No, we need four. Well, that's <laughs> not, uh, Roy's, exactly. I think Roy would probably go for that option. Yeah, no, he would. Because the thing, because we haven't got goals in our midfield either, <coughs> like Leicester. Not have. Un- unless they're from the penalty spot. Well, mm. exactly. We've, and and if Wilf, because Wilf not in the last two games, Wilf's gone back to false hulking mode. And if Wilf is not even doing his defensive stuff, then 
fight again, fight against Norwich, but then yeah. when PVA's not having a good game, when Slup's not having a game, when Wolf's not having a good game, when I was so isolated, mm. we can't beat Leicester with seven men. We can't, no. Yeah. We can't. This is a good positive pod, this, isn't it? Well, I'd say, yes. Yeah, no, no, I'm actually... We're it's, only reflecting what we saw. And it's, yeah, it's, 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 well, it, it, there were still just, moments. It was we just were... a bit of a deflate... I'm saying what I'm feeling now. Deflating, yes, disappointing. It, was. it wasn't a disaster. It was a reality check. It was a reality check. Which we all knew was going to happen. We all yeah. knew yeah. it was going to happen. Well, I think we all th- we all thought it might happen. I hoped it wouldn't. Well, I, but no, it's happened. I, see, no, I didn't. I thought, no, we I, would, I thought we'd get a point against Leicester. I thought it'd be a draw. I thought we'd get a I point. Thought we would, I thought they would let us play some football. I, I wasn't prepared. I didn't. I wasn't prepared for their physical. Not not dirty, but just they were all over us. They didn't give us a moment's peace. So they would go and shouldn't you? Shunchu was excellent at centre back as well. Yeah, well, uh, so I mean, look, clearly an upgrade and a much cheaper uh, version than uh, of Harry Maguire. Yeah, but Johnny Evans is a, is not a journeyman. He's a good, yeah. he's a good centre back, but he's in his he's kind of gay Cahill age. Yeah, no, no. they spent so well. They've they done very well. So they have done well. So, but then, it, you know, why do we not know about these players? Mm, well, that is a question yeah. not, well, not for us. A never-ending question. But they've won the Premier League, so now, of course they're. Yeah, yeah, that you, is, and that's a fair thing. Got, yeah. And, and the, the, their owner, God rest his soul, pumped a lot of money into it. Very true. And by all accounts, made it. It's it's a good place to to be a player. It's a good atmosphere. They clearly there, have a really yeah good yeah. atmosphere and a good and kind of family Jake, vibe to them. Jake going. Said it's a well-run club all the way. And also, they're a one a one city club as well, which always makes a difference. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, anyway, look. That's, but that's, also the other thing as well is Rogers. I think people because Rogers was successful in Scotland, people don't give him credit. He's clearly oh, a really good manager. He's a great manager. He's and, a great manager. And if 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 anything, if he had he tried too hard, if he if he'd sat back and defended the three 0 lead against Palace, yeah. When we, but they needed goals. They tried to score more goals, but it's like. Uh, that, well, look, anyway, let, that wraps up part one of the Leicester City podcast. Uh, let's move on <laughs> to part two, uh, where we're going to be talking about the Athletic. <laughs> Welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Uh, it's time for part two, where, of course, we read out an article from our <laughs> sponsors, The Athletic. Uh, it's a world class. I mean, you know, everyone knows who The Athletic are now. Anyway, but I still have to read this bit out now, of course. Um, they're a world class team of writers covering every club, including the best coverage of Crystal Palace, a subscription based website and app, and they're completely ad free, no ads, no annoying pop ups, just a brilliant articles. Welcome to the new home of football writing. And of course, if you visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash FYP, you can get a 30-day free trial and receive 50% off your yearly subscription. Are you ready for this week's article, lads? Yeah, yeah. first, can I apologise for my immature laughing then? It's just a perfectly timed ka-ching James <laughs> Edicott. I've been working on it for 50 years, mate. Uh, this week's article is by Matt Wisdom and it's called Palace Lacker Plan B, particularly when they go behind. It's clear the attack needs strengthening, which I feel like are issues that we do talk about yeah. a lot on this podcast. I'm going to read we did out, a little bit in the first bit as well. Didn't we? we did, but we yeah. do. We have some questions sort of tagged on to okay, this bit excellent. that are definitely relevant to this. I'm going to read out a couple of article, uh, couple of paragraphs from Matt's article. It says one of the most obvious issues from these games is the lack of options that Hodgson has when he. Uh, needs to make a change it feels that there's no plan B for Palace it's not just Hodgson's fault and a quick glance at the contributions made by those on the bench confirms that on Sunday there appeared to be a good balance on Palace's bench goalkeeper Wayne Hennessy two centre-backs two attacking midfielders a holding midfielder and a striker but these three midfielders Maya, Camarasa, McCarthy and Benteke the striker have only played a combined 500, mm. 598 minutes yeah. out of a possible 3,900 in the Premier League so far this season 
None have started more than two in games. Only Benteke has more than one shot on goal. And there is an obvious need for strengthening in January. And for all the hard work and effectiveness of Jordan Ayew so far this season with his four goals, there is a need for a striker who can link midfield and attack better mm. and who gives defences something to fear in a way that Wilfred Zaha does. It's not a criticism of Ayew, who at £2 million is proving to be an excellent signing, but he's not that type of player. As I'm saying that, I'm hearing the words Batshuayi in my head. That's yeah, exactly yeah, that, what you were I mean, saying in part I was, one. Because yeah. I was mouthing them to you. <laughs> it's, I mean, Matt's, not, Matt's saying what we all know. Yeah. The, the problem is that plan A isn't that inspiring. Very good, very good. It's the issue, but that's really interesting, the stat about how many minutes those players have Mm. played, because it comes back to what we've talked about. Mm. Is that because we've recruited players that weren't good enough? Or because it takes, as Selzy is convinced, it takes Roy half a season, three quarters of a season to be convinced that a player's ready to play in his system? Is that that necessarily a, a bad thing? It's not a bad thing if you've got a really, really good first 11 and other squad players... So it doesn't. You don't mind that you're waiting for players to 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 bed in. But I think mean, it would be we don't play that now. differently to other people. I mean, no, of course we don't. It's a game of football. Yeah, I'm not being. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. it's hello. You and pass it to each other and try and get it in the net. And also, it's not, <laughs> but it's also it's not, it's not like we play at lightning speed as well. That you have to be really fit to, to play yeah. our sort of football. I think the McCarthy one is the most interesting because I thought he would probably go straight into. I mean, yeah. also. The one that's most understandable because he had that really bad injury. But yeah. for me, McCarthy looked like an upgrade. I thought on uh, whoever <laughs> any anyone else. For me, I know Everton fans will disagree, but at Wigan, McCarthy was a yeah. quality player, and I think I I, I would happily I, I, yeah all three of the midfield players, Kiati, Luca, and and McCarthy are, are good and would fit in a system. I just don't think all three of them should would play at once, and I'd ha- I'd happily see McCarthy replace any of them at the moment because apart from we're not getting penalties Luca's not having a yeah got still, one one this season still not having a good season Luca. we've got one and he didn't take it no wait oh, did. oh we're, sorry of course he did yeah so yeah. so he's got one so we've got two yeah uh, so, um, but so McCarthy's the one that surprises me but again it comes back to a conversation we have all the time if Meyer and Camarasa aren't ever going to start why the bloody hell did we get them in the first place would you like a question about well, we've got questions about Maya, and I will come to them, but just quickly, because you referenced Roy's comments after the game, which I think was on BBC Match of the Day. Match yeah, of the day. Match of the day yeah. We've got a question from Carl Hogan. Hi, Carl. He says, Roy's comments after the game about lacking goals in the last two seasons, a dig at Dougie slash SP. Ooh, I don't or is it a, just a frustration? I just think it's general frustration. Like, it was, it was like... I've been in this situation for the last two years. I need a strike and I haven't got one. This is so frustrating. Everybody knows, everybody knows the club. Everyone knows the problem. He wasn't pointing fingers. I don't think he's just general frustration. Oh, I yeah. disagree. I think yeah. I think it was a. If it wasn't a dig, I think it was a shot across the bowels. Because Roy's not somebody who tends to air his grievances in public, public right. unless he has to. When he yeah. has occasionally, it's like he will never criticise players in public. But Roy was, and also I think Roy's probably of the opinion: why should he get the blame for something that's not that's systemic, not his fault? And it's like because. Roy quite rightly can say, well, as he said before, who am I bringing on? Mm. We haven't got... Yeah. We've got The problem is at the moment, and there will be teams like you know, Charlton fans and, and West Brom fans and Stoke fans saying, careful what you wish for. Yeah, we've, 100%. Because we've got, we've got a decent mid-table yeah. Premier League team, which is we would have broken every bones in our body for yeah. not too long ago, and, and long may it continue. But it's just... 
frustrating when you see how the progress that other teams can make. And, even, and also knowing the progress that our team could make could, as well. Could, this yeah, is not it, so much it, other teams, it, it's yeah. our own team. It's like I don't think there are circumstances in which we would be freeing up against Burnley after an hour like Sheffield United were. Yeah. That's the problem. Most teams yeah. in the Premier League, including the ones that are going down, have got more striking options than than we have and the thing is how long do we wait till we fix it are we having this conversation next year are we having this conversation the year after that when we're, back in the cha- when we're back in the championship it is, uh, the because thing one is, season we, will, we won't score enough goals to keep us up and we'll go down well one day we'll yeah. go down anyway because as you said many times in this podcast everyone else of the top six goes down and comes up at some point so but there are there are wins you know we have to accept that you know Guaita signed on a free transfer has yeah. been a success yeah. Jordan Ayew signed for two million Cahill, yeah, yeah, yeah. McCarthy is, who we hope to see more of yeah. is a free transfer Kale. Cahill. Cahill free yeah. transfer and everyone's you know lauding the impact he's done and I know that if Steve came on the pod and he has done many times in the past which has been great he's at pains to point out that these 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 <coughs> processes of signing players and transfers are not easy you yeah. know things but, fall apart things happen the club are looking for people but they tend to all, all the players you mentioned you're absolutely right but they're good solid functional players that no one's going to get excited about but every team needs them mm. But the fact is, Steve Parrish is absolutely right, but other clubs seem to be able to get deals over the line. We're constantly told that being in London is a, like a plus 10% factor for, for bringing players in. We're in, the, we're in the Premier League, but we're not, we're not signing big names. We're not finding unearthing hidden gems like other teams are doing, mm. either from our own academy or from the lower leagues or yeah. from Africa or Eastern Europe, like other teams seem to be able to do on a regular basis. So, as I say, how long is this going on for, this process? You know, we were going to sign Nathaniel Klein, he got injured, there's no plan B. So it's not just on the pitch there's no plan B, there seems to be no plan B anywhere else. Mm, yeah. It's, it's it's like, okay, the stand's not getting built for another two years, well, do we spend some of that money on sprucing up the half weight, which is what I do, or do we wait? So there's no plan B anywhere. It would be nice, wouldn't it, Enders, mm. to see us, just like Kevin says, dip into the championship and get an Ollie Watkins from Brentford or something. Of course like it would that. be, well, yeah, Mopes, of course. Well, how many goals has Mopes exactly. scored for Brighton? Well, exactly, <laughs> that would be nice. It's just, just, it's that word again, imagination, we use yeah. a lot in the first part about the players themselves and about the, it's about the club, it's like, just, just try and sprinkle some magic dust on it all, just, just, just show something, just do something that's not, it's just very, one of the criticisms of Roy is it's very safe. Yeah. And I think that's safe. Which us, works. Which yeah. works. And I'm not yeah, knocking yeah. him. I'm really happy with Roy, but he's very safe. And it seems to me that seems to be the general feeling around the club at the moment. It's just very safe. We're very safe here. We're all right. We're like mid-table-ish. We don't look like we're going to go down. We're not going to trouble Europe, obviously, but we're going to lose a few at home. But we're all right. We're all right. We're nice and safe. And it's good. It's good being safe. We've been, we've been, but I don't want to continue just being safe. Mm. It's great being in the Premier League, as Kev says, you know, and we would have bit our arms off, our heads off, and everything five or six years ago to be in this position now that we're still here. And it's a great position to be in. It's a great league to be in, and it's fantastic. But we've got to show a little bit of imagination on the field during games, whether that be a plan B or a plan C or whatever plan it may flipping be. It's got to show a bit of imagination in the transfer market, be it January, be it at the end of the season. And just going to show a little bit of, come on, let's snap out of this sort of, seems to be a bit of a malaise at the moment, well, a little so bit. From a, from a, am, I, am I right or am I, I not? I agree, I no, know. I absolutely agree. It's, I get where you're coming it, from. It, yeah. it's, it's, odd, it's odd to feel that way about being ninth in the Premier League. But I, I know, I, I know. But, but, I absolutely, but I absolutely agree with you. But it's, I think it boils down to that game at the weekend. Yeah. It just, it just, everybody just felt a little bit like, oh. flat. Yeah, which that's happened. I mean, it's the same when we felt after the Wolves game. Yeah. And after the Sheffield United game, yeah, and in two weeks' time, I, I, I reckon we'll be saying, 
Wow, we had that really depressing pod after the Leicester game, and now look at us. It's like because oh, it's been that sort of season. Oh, we're just taking points of Liverpool well, yeah, and Chelsea. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. But the thing, but, but James's point has got wider and further ramifications down the line, and I'm sure Steve Parrish is aware of this. Is that we're building a bigger stand, whenever that is, but we are building it. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of corporate and commercial things to to sell. Yeah. And you only have to look at West Ham. Because Steve Paris will say, well, look at West Ham, they've spent 150 million quid in the summer and we're above them. Yeah. You only have to look at West Ham to see the empty seats yeah. because they made the mistake of having white seats and they're very clearly empty Yeah, because they've had to sell a lot of corporate <laughs> Just stuff. Just make to... the seats like... People, people, you know, people don't <laughs> buy corporate hospitality packages for teams that are losing games at home. No, that's yeah. true. And that's what West Ham are finding. West Ham are struggling to sell out every week. Steve has to realise that. He's it's a lot of people at West Ham, though. It's, it's, like, a, it's much bigger, but it's still, a big it's still not a football stadium. Well, it's, <laughs> again, but it's still, you know, these are things that Steve Paris is a businessman needs to think of. And it's like, if, if he wants to think of it as a product, which they have to do at the moment, yeah. it's not a particularly good product. Because, again, even allowing for the fact that we're ninth, what have we won at home? Two home games? Mm. So people. This season, yeah. It's hard to sell £500,000 <laughs> annual corporate hospitality boxes. When you can say, well, you'll see Liverpool, but you'll you'll see them win. So, so yeah. you know, do you know what I mean? But it's like I you, mean, you will sadly s- for some corporate people that might actually yeah, be might enough. be enough, but it's still, but it's not. You know, you have to sell season tickets unless they could do a deal somehow where they could buy away corporate boxes at oh, each. Yeah, then you probably you'd see better you, palaces, probably, probably yeah. yeah. But you know, it was just a constant theme at the end of last season when we were losing at home <laughs> regularly. Season tickets cost a lot of money. There's, there's there's not a lot of money in the country at the moment, and there's all sorts of uncertainty around it, people's economic futures. Tell me about it. You, mm. you, you need a bit of entertainment for your season. You can't just rely on the blind loyalty of fans no. week in, week out. At the end of the season, you know, if people have got economic choices to make next July... Going to say, well, I'm not sure I can afford two thousand quid for my for three seasons. And also, I'm not quite sure I can afford it. Or I want to. Or want to. I want to watch that. There's not enough entertainment going on. And also, and it's it's becoming a game. It's slightly going off the subject, but it's becoming more of an entertainment game for the TV as well because you you sit there on your armchair. You got VAR. Which you haven't mentioned yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is which is purely <laughs> which is purely for the people on TV. But that's a really good point. But it's purely for it's purely for the TV audience. VAR. It's and perfect you, for TV. It's a it's a like watching the X Factor or something. It's yeah. like you're there on the edge of your seat. Whereas yeah. we in the ground don't know what the hell's going yeah, on. Absolutely. Uh, and and it's not only that, but mm. within my guess is that within two years, every, Amazon will have every game available on subscription. Yes. And that'll be a lot cheaper than buying a season ticket. So there's going to be a lot of fans who go. Oh, I can either pay thirty quid a month and I'll be able to see every Palace game at home, or I can pay whatever it is for thirty no. quid a game plus no. expenses plus the kids. So these are things that need to be addressed in terms of. And I'm not saying you buy players because that's where West Ham. I'm not saying you go out and buy <coughs> marquee players just so mm. people, you know, non-Palace fans are excited. But you, mm. you do, yeah. You, know, you can't keep saying it's an entertainment business and not entertain us. Arsenal fit. Arsenal which which goes back way. to the point of the Plan B. It's because it's, it's yeah. you know you, it James. actually does. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> no, no, but it, it does go back to Absolutely. the point. And yeah. we slightly got off the subject, but in reality, yeah, it it's the same thing. No, it's it's about winning games and it's about entertaining. It's entertaining the the fans. It's about winning games and that's what it's all about. But do you know what? That's a, that is a really good point. From, uh, and I don't mean to imply that others you've made are not, but that is a really good point because also it ties in with what you say. One nil down, ten minutes to go. Yeah. Bung two up front. 
just take the risk that yeah, they will score again, it. which they did anyway. But I'm yeah, right, because the last 10 minutes we'd all be on our feet then. Yeah, yeah. of course we would be. And Lisbon come away being like, and well, we tried, we tried. We, we, we lost 2-0 by the break away at the end, but boy, oh boy, those last 10 minutes were incredible. hammering We were hammering it. This is what we're missing at the moment, I feel. Except, unfortunately, if we did that, we'd have loads of questions saying, why didn't you do that for 80 minutes? But no, it's true, though, because it would have got us, the whole atmosphere changed when they scored. I think, actually, as fans, we don't ask for much. Sometimes even just a little 10, 15 minutes of a little just bit of excitement. It. Entertaining. Just go, Entertainment. Like go for it. You've convinced me, lads. You've convinced me. Anyway. anyway. We're already happy now. You can uh, read that article. It's called Palace Lack of Plan B, particularly when they go behind. It's clear an attack needs strengthening. Buy Matt Wisdom on The Athletic. And if you visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash FYP, you can start a 30 day free trial and receive a 50% off your yearly subscription. Don't do it. Um, after <laughs> <laughs> After the break. For the purposes of people listening at home, JD wagged a warning finger at the First time I've ever done that, I no. think, in 11 years. No um, more ka uh, Right, after the break, we've got questions from our listeners. Welcome back to the Five Plan Podcast. Hey! Part yep. Three. Yeah. Part three. Yeah. Uh, questions from our listeners. And I had a few questions actually from the last part. I've chucked them in here because the chat was flowing so well uh, in that part too. So I'm going to crack on oh, with them. And they are good. about... Wow. Good hosting. They, yeah. That's very good, yeah. Well, lads, that's know, patron level hosting. I can yeah. only... That's that Jeff that, Thomas level. I can that only, is, I can only play is, what's in front of me. Now at the moment, <laughs> you guys are snatching it. Um, so they're about transfers and actually they're about... Max Meyer. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. We're gonna go straight in with Max Meyer. So two of our patrons, Robbie Scotcher and Niall Maguire. Hi, Robbie. Hi, Niall. Have said Max Meyer? Question mark. What do we have, and are we not making the most of it? And then, and then addition to that, and is there a realistic chance of him moving on in January so we can add more suitable attacking options and lower the wage bill? And based on his performances, will there even be much interest? And then in brackets, that's obviously not all down to him as he hadn't, hasn't had much of a great deal of pitch time, and you can argue amongst yourselves as to whose fault that is. Well, I think we've <laughs> we already kind been, of answered your question. Doing that. I, I think you have to remember with Max Mayer that his reputation in European football, particularly in German football, was huge. And, and I'd like to know the conversation that we had with him to persuade him to come to Palace, because he's a, he came from a very big club... It was called the German Messi, partly by his own agent, but that wasn't. A, a, <laughs> but it wasn't something that people disagreed with. He was uh, Joachim Lohr, a German national manager, said he was the best young player he'd seen in German football. Mm. So that's clearly he's a he very, very yeah. good player, and we all know that the Premier League is very, very different, and he's not physically big. But you know, Johnny Williams wasn't physically big. Mm. Barry Bannon's not physically, you know, it's not... Which is why neither of them are playing in the well, Premier League anymore. Yeah, but there is, I'll hoist by my own petard. But, <laughs> but, but there are players that have, you know... If, if size is a problem, then somebody should have taken a tape measure to the, the, the first meeting. Yes, yeah. good point. Basically, because he hasn't shrunk since we've signed him. Yeah. So if that's an issue, then we shouldn't have signed him in the first place. We, It would be nice to find out what the issue is. He must be so frustrated. Can I offer this He must then? be so frustrated. And I, I think the only solution is that he'll, he'll move on. But yeah. we've, we've knocked 
40 million. I think he'll move on value. and it will end up being a sort of one of those what ifs. Yeah, he'll go back he'll go to back to Germany or to a and decent okay. Spanish team and no, he'll do really well. Yeah. He'll do well. Or do you see Jose Campania scored against Barcelona at the weekend? He'll flourish. He'll flourish. Oh, remember him? He'll flourish in continental football because on in Germany, Italy, Spain, Portugal, name any European company country they don't get jumped on in midfield. They're allowed time and space. They're different game. It's a different game. So yeah, yeah. And the back four tend to sit off. Mm. The, the midfield sit deep, give you space to play. And it's like, you you have a go, we have a go. It's not like English football. It's not like everyone's well, that would suggest trying that to break your ankle. possibly yeah. in, in the wrong team, in the wrong but, division. But that go, well, in the wrong but, country. But in the wrong country. But get, that goes right back to the start of our argument. Why, the, Why have, we, got have him? we signed him? Cam well, Russell's w- the same. Why have we... I will say, if we did take a tape measure to sign him, then I'm sure the transfer wouldn't have gone through. Um, but why did... If he's a, if he's so good, and I like him, I think he's, I think he's excellent and he's got potential, but if he is so good... Why, Argument is why is he ended up at Palace and why is it, if a Leicester not come in for him or a Bournemouth or you know or because, a, a Spanish team because, why actually is he end up at Palace then because they haven't seen well because did he have a really bad reputation though didn't he yeah, yeah there were lots of attitude sort of stuff attitude yeah. Yeah. well actually but also contract demands yeah financial demands which I know a lot of people inside football who were surprised that we met but the yeah. reason they're not coming in for him now is because they're not seeing him play football. I, I suspect that if he'd had a really good first season with us, he probably would have been snapped up by one of the bigger Premier League teams anyway. But who's going to take a risk on him? What other Premier League team's going to buy him? And it's like, mm. uh, it, whoever, who's ever thought it is, is going to come back. We've not seen enough of him to, to make a judgment. We've not seen him... You know, Roy keeps saying he wants to play left-side midfield. That's where he wants to play. But he, but he looks like a number 10. Play him up with Benteke. Play him up with Ayu. Give him another... Try him in another role. But it's... Mm. I can't see any other solution than the fact that we'll probably have to, we will get rid, we'll get him off the wage bill in, in January, mm. as I think we probably will with Camarasa. Camarasa's on is he on loan? Camarasa or have he signed? Paying his wages though. So. Are we? Yeah. Um, He's I, on loan with an option to buy if he, play, right. if he plays a certain. Amount I think of you're right. I think we won't see much of. Camarasa or Meyer, unfortunately. There's well, always I, clues, isn't there? He's been seasoning a bit now and he's just well, not. I think, the other, I think the clues are they don't get played. That's my point. It's not a conspiracy theory as such. It's yeah. quite a clever theory in a way. Is that Camarasa's on a contract where we have to buy him if we if he plays a certain amount of games. Amount of games right. So he's not going to play that certain amount of games. Unless, he's, unless he does suddenly and he's amazing in those well, I, games. I, I suspect if he does play, if he stays, if we get a... a, a if we get Dulwich Hamlet in the third round of the cup, he'll probably start that. Yeah. But I can't see him starting any. Oh, that'd be a great draw, wouldn't it? That'd it would be. be a great draw for you, obviously, because you'd have a half and half pink and black and red and blue scarf. It'd be a terrible draw for me. Right It'd be there. two hours to get there from my yeah. house. Plus, they do vegan food. If so they did Cheshire right United away, that would be an ideal draw for me. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. Be We'd all stay at your house then. You're welcome to come round. That'd be yeah. a great trip. There's no space now. It's full of baby stuff. Um, so, <coughs> what question should I go to? Well, Jack, we have another one on my own. I'm just going to put it to you. Jack the CPFC yeah. does Myers' performance yesterday show that he's actually not good enough for the Premier League you can't you can't judge him you can't on, judge him you, you can't throw you know he's getting thrown on and Roy's probably saying to him go on you know, make a name for yourself go and get so you can't it's hard to influence it's like putting a right back on and saying win the game it's hard to influence a game from left mm-hmm. wing because what's he going to do? Beat players, put cross. You can't judge him. Well, on he's that. not. Some players will, but he's not that sort of player. Yeah, he's not that sort of player. But what's it, you some can't judge him. Players you can you can put on, and they can change a game. But he, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's just not that type of player. Yeah, if you're throwing a Darman Traore on in the last ten minutes, then yeah, he's going to carry Yannick, the ball forward yeah, and Yannick make things happen. Or Yannick, best, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Or, um, or Wilf at his best. Yeah. 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 Just just the same, instead of putting Wilf on, just. 
Just somebody say, say it, Will. Will? Yeah, somebody should say it, Will, 15 minutes to go. Just pretend you've come on. Yeah. I'll just bring him on for 15 minutes ago. Yeah, or he not was doing right a few weeks yeah, ago, wasn't yeah. he? Well, there was a home game a couple of weeks ago that he was, he was good in. He was good, yeah. Yeah, it was all right. Which game was that? He went back when to we Man City. Uh, Norwich, yeah, when we Nor- be Norwich. Not Norwich. Norwich. Norwich he was all right against, but I then you'd remember. like to think he was all right against Norwich. But then he sulked his way through the Man City game because he didn't have a strange Man City shirt on. Because he clearly felt he should should be playing for Manchester. You could see him looking at their you could see him looking at their bench going, "That's where I should be." That's where I should <laughs> on be. <the> bench. <laughs> anyway, yeah. let, 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 let's crack on with more transfer questions. So Quentin Solden has said, "We've no attempt to change our play to accommodate him. Surely January the first must be the time to ship out Bent." Okay. I, I mean, I, I think the first part of Bent. Okay, the honest. first part of that question is absolutely right. Yeah, with no attempt to change away you know, to, to to accommodate him and it's I, I feel sorry for him we've said this before it's like he's not he's an out and out old fashioned centre forward who will score goals if you put crosses in mm. but we we don't put crosses in Roy's swapped Townsend and Zaha around so they cut in on the other foot do any do any teams in the Premier League at the moment play that sort of traditional I'm trying to think Wolves pos- think, where would he go in the Premier League Leicester, and score goals Leicester yeah, Madison could whip him in yeah. for him, couldn't he? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, as, I don't think. I think Roy st- still really likes him. I don't think he'll go in January. I don't think there's anyone in here, uh, here that will take will it. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think he will go to the championship because I think he still thinks of himself as a, a Premier League player. I think he probably is. I, Do you I, think so? Uh, yeah, I think he's got if, the ability. If we had played in the right, if, if we had Vardy and Batshuayi in our team. You'd say, yeah, we should keep Benteke. He's another option, but it's the fact that he's the only other option yeah. is the problem. Yeah, and it's the fact that Ayu, who we speak, he's an option, but he's never proved it either. It's, it's, you know, well, that's it, the apart problem. from the first season when he scored yeah, seventeen that, I goals. Can't, can't not, remember that. I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was in diapers back <laughs> then. Right? Nappies. Diapers. <laughs> I was in diapers <laughs> by the way, buddy. Well, I'll remind you that was the season we put loads of crosses in from both flanks. Oh yeah, I remember that when he scored seventeen goals. That's, yeah. that's, I was in short trousers. I forget. So again, it's really hard to. Yeah, that's your ACDC. Yeah, that's my ACDC. You like ACDC? I like it a lot. <laughs> All right, yeah, a couple Rachel, more questions. I don't, my, to answer the question, I don't think he will go in, in January, no. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Roy does seem to like him, although weirdly doesn't... The players really like him. Yeah, but doesn't... I think, he's probably, a, I think he's probably a good influence in the dressing room and yeah. he's a good guy to have around yeah. and, he's, and he probably makes, but, him, uh, makes him mean curry. But what's, what's he... <laughs> yeah, but what's he... Uh, an angry curry, you mean? Well, just, just, but, well, yeah, but just also, really but if you're Benteke and you're sitting on the bench and you know that under whatever circumstances you're coming on at, yeah. after 75 minutes, you kind of think, well, what goes through? It's a, maybe he needs to be more angry, but I know. But he, if we're 1-0 down, he comes on. If we're 4-0 up, if, he'll yeah. come on. So if you know, if we were winning 4-0 and he came on and scored a goal, everyone would go, so, we're already 4-0 up. Yeah. He's not going to turn a game for us. But also, the margins of Benteke are getting shorter and shorter, so it used to be... Oh, he's going to come on and get us a goal. Now it's like he came on and did a good header. Force keeper to make a save. He's done really well. Yeah, he looks so less and less and less of him. He looks, yeah, he looks really good in that shirt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he ran really around a little bit. Yeah. He went and tackled. He said tackle. It's yeah. just like, actually, you know, what, what is the point I'm, of Benteke? Well, I'm, still I'm tired of the Benteke conversation. Yeah, I agree. I'm actually tired of, yeah. tired of the Benteke conversation. He's a, he's a forward. He should be scoring goals. Yeah, full stop. Yeah. Let's no, just stop no, trying no, to pansy yeah. around it. Yeah, I agree. We're, we're all yeah, fluffy yeah. around the the bottom line. Is he's a thirty million pound striker yeah. who should be scoring oh, goals or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's just like we're all we're all trying too hard to be nice. Yeah. I'm tired of 
No, I'm tired of being nice. I'm just t- I'm tired of talking about Benteke. Yeah, I get point. that. I get get that. rid, yeah. see ya. All right, Go. well, let's move on then. Over, move let's on. Let's move on to other questions. Well, it's like somebody in the pub said, well, Sorlock's scoring goals now. Let's get him back. It's like, yeah. Exactly yeah. the next exactly. question. Really. So, Rune Hansen. <laughs> Hi, Rune. Hi, Rune. Says, Sorlock is scoring goals and making assists in Turkey. <laughs> Do you see a future of him in Palace? But he has put a very sort of cheeky emoji <laughs> face at the end. So, I'm yeah. imagining that's uh, in jest. But, but we, he is scoring goals. It's, it's like the lad we're interested in from Glasgow Rangers. Morelles. Morelles. Who's got a very big attitude problem? Mm. Yeah, there, there is no Scottish people listening to this will not take offence, even when I say no offence. But you can see from Almiron, <laughs> Almiron comes in from the MLS, one of the best strikers in the MLS, has not only not scored for Newcastle, has got no assists for Newcastle. Mm. Sorlot's found his level, basically, yeah. and it turns out that the Premier League is high, harder than people think. It, no, Sorlot's not an option. He's not. He's found his level. Benteke might find his level in Turkey and we'd all wish him yeah. wish him well but you know, Morales isn't the answer to our The Scottish League's a funny one isn't it because there are so many players like Morales that, that come down that are doing well there and then although well, he hasn't yet but they don't, don't do well in England but then you get a, a Virgil van Dijk who was good in Scotland yeah. comes down and thrives in England but they do yeah, seem yeah. to be more rarities Fuel than the ones that, that do well, well. Yeah, the, yeah I mean the odd thing about that is that he ended up in Celtic in the first place is, yeah. We, yeah we were going to get him weren't we yeah uh, Weird. There you go. Um, one more question about transfers okay. from, from Matt Patterson, Hi, Hi, Matt. another one of our patrons, and he says, Patron. "Which players do we need to move on to refresh the squad?" I'm guessing in January. I dice, mean, we mate. don't have a huge squad, so no. well, see, that's quite. I just uh, like to bring some in. That's an, in see, that, that's an interesting question because everybody who started in the first team on Sunday, for all our criticism, you'd be happy with them in the squad. If you, you know, they're, they're a decent that's, yeah. a, that's not yeah. a bad first team despite no, no, everything yeah, no, we said it's, yeah, no, absolutely agreed. so it's agreed it, it's less about who we move on than who we get in basically. I think it's more about getting in yeah and we we need we need four players to as an improve and see the last thing we need is people as backup we need we need people to go to the first team Yes, we need exactly. Left, we need exactly. Back and go the that's true Kev you know a lot of time we talk about this backup thing and about the depth yeah. the strength and depth stuff but you're right we don't need backup. We need them in the squad. We need, we we need, need the team. Yeah. Side. We're actually yeah. to walk into the. First we have a whole team. squad of backup almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, very good point. It's, it's not the same urgency as, as January two thousand and sixteen when Allardyce came yeah. in. But we need four players who can go straight into the first team, if only to put pressure on the players that are already yeah. there. Because yeah. yeah. Van Arnholt knows that he's going to start next week because we haven't got a left back. Yeah, same with Wardy. Although I thought yeah. Wardy was very good on Sunday. Yeah, Wardy's yes. fine, but he, he's we haven't. But, you know, <laughs> He knows. He knows that? he's going to start. Yeah. Josh Widdicom, little Never tiny fellow. He's got a preposterous Devon accent. I thought, on telly. Um, <laughs> I thought it was she was an MP. <laughs> who? Oh no, it's Anne, Anne's um, sister. Oh right, it's the sister he doesn't talk about. So anyway, anyway, we've just okay, distracted by the comedian Josh <laughs> Widdicom walking past our glass fishing boat. Look, fishing boat. But we, we. That's that's we. Ward is yeah exactly. I mean Ward is not had a bad season, but. He knows he's going to be picked next week. Yeah. Dan Arnold knows he's going to be picked next week yeah. because Slup's not an option at left back. Kelly's, it's not fair to use him as an option at left back. PVA should be the option, basically. But my my fear is, as we said in the first half, that that Parrish will go, no, we're fine. We're, we, you know, maybe a striker, but we don't need backup. for. But we're only two injuries away from... Well, this top is the thing. It would be lovely, no, wouldn't it, to see us do a do a Allardyce window, bring we, in four or five players, and be like, but it, it, you know it's probably not going to happen. Much as I love Tompkins and I love Cahill, 
it, Cahill and Kelly is the partnership that works best. Yeah. Tompkins and Cahill hasn't worked as well as, as Kelly. I'm a, and I'm a Kelly fan as well. Yeah, but, well I think I'm with you on Tompkins, that one. Uh, Tom, I think most people in football, most managers would say, yeah, Tompkins is a better player than Kelly. But. Kelly and Cahill has been more efficient than yeah. Tompkins and Cahill. Also, did you know there was uh, so Matt did a good interview with him at the Athletic, and Kelly drives an electric car, oh, the only player he? at Palace, and he, he, and he uses a reusable oh. co- uh, coffee cup. He oh, like genuinely cares he? about the oh, environment. Oh, what a legend! Nice. What an absolute legend! Um, it's not, by the way, it's not just us that are suffering. My favourite stat of the week is that Ben Foster, the Watford goalkeeper, has had more shots on target than Jesse Lingard this season. <laughs> No way. Really? With that header? With that header. (laughs) That's brilliant. So it's not just us suffering. Well, yeah, I mean, Watford is, yeah, they're doing a lot worse. And imagine being a Watford fan. Imagine being a Watford fan in general. Um, Let's, final question from one of our patrons. It's from Nick Shepard. Hi, Nick. Nick. And he says, what went wrong with VAR on Sunday? Why has it stopped working solely for our advantage? Well, yeah, it has been flirting with us for a while. It can't forever. Because well, what something went wrong with VAR on Sunday? Mm. Full stop, didn't it? It just yeah. it's just not working. VAR is not working. Full stop. This is, this is across all games. It just, just suffice to say that someone on this pod is feeling pretty smug at the moment, having predicted that VAR would ruin the game halfway through this season. It's just <coughs> I, th- I think I think Mark Ch- Chapman made a good point on Sunday night. <coughs> is the referees are screwing each other over now? Yeah, because you know Martin Atkinson. They are not refing games anymore. But Martin Atkinson made a VAR decision on uh, Saturday and put dropped Anthony Taylor in, the, and Anthony Taylor was the VAR. Of, on, no way! Uh, yeah. yeah, so they're just it's 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 ludicrous. It's not working. They need to stop for the rest of the season and fix it and, and start. I would again. say, but, uh, but we've we've been. The irony of me being so against it is that it's been very kind it's to us. It's been very good to us. Yes, has. Yeah. I'd say a bit like Max Meyer, it needs more game time. And then it will, oh, very good. It will yeah, come so to you're, the you're the sort of, you're I'm, the I'm feeling young, positive. You're the sort of young you're early right. adopter that would like that sort of VAR. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment, even though I'm not sure it was. Um, so anyway, uh, so Nick was part of our patron. You can join our patron. Part of the Jason Punchin tier, $5 Ooh. a month. Actually, a lot of people are joining at the moment, which is great. Oh, our WhatsApp club is growing every day, which oh, is lovely. Wow. That's excellent. Um, $5 a month. Sign up at patreon.com forward slash FYP podcast. A uh, couple more questions then for this week. Okay. Uh, this one's from Keith Madge Dimond. Hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. <laughs> he says, uh, does anyone have certain superstitions before a Palace game? I always hate... When we lose the toss and play towards the Homesdale first yeah, half, it never yeah, ends well. Yeah. You notice that as well. It seems strange. It's really weird that it happens, yeah. isn't it? Don't yeah. like I only noticed halfway through the first half. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, we should no, the Homesdale. Yeah, oh. no, don't like we, it. Everyone around us went, oh, that's not, no, it's not good. It also, just it makes doesn't you feel think, right. makes you think the game's over at half-time. You want yeah, to go you just want to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Keith said it, actually. The other superstitions is to wear the same Palace shirt unwashed until we lose. Mm, about that. T-shirt oh, underneath. Shirt, oh, t-shirt underneath for the record. Yes. Oh, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Do you guys have any superstitions that you? Well, apart from the bunny, Kev, apart from the bunny the, hole. Kev's, Kev's life is a superstition, <laughs> isn't it? Only the most important one. <laughs> yeah, I need to be in. I like to be in the pub exactly two and a half hours before kickoff. Right. Exactly two and a half hours before kickoff. Uh, really? So you, what happens if you get there early? Do you just loiter outside? Oh, early's fine. I, just, <laughs> I don't like being late. <laughs> two and a half hours. Less than two and a half hours before kickoff. Um, no, the bunny hole's a big one. And, and anybody anybody listening to this who turned right out of the bunny hole on Sunday, we lost because of you. Yeah. Simple as that. In fact, this whole pod is a, is a mockery because he, we, the only reason we lost is some idiot turned right out of the bunny hole. Really? Yeah, you knew yeah. it. You just knew it. Yeah. You knew it happened. If it's you, if you're listening to this, you hang your head. Hang your head in shame. Uh, right, 
Uh, a couple more questions. Things I've just seen the time. We are running over big time. Um, Lee Ayres says that now that Kevin and Jim are moonlighting on other pods, what other pods <laughs> should the other pod regular star in? Are you in any any others? Anders? Uh, no, I'm not in a pod I, with your no. musical yeah. knowledge. I, I don't. I, you should do one. I don't listen to podcasts. But you still do a pod. I suppose you do a pod. Is, is your Soho show not available as a pod? Must be. Well, it's, it depends what you call a podcast. It's based, It's a radio show that you can listen to back. Yeah, so, so if that's yeah, a podcast, yeah, yeah. then it's a podcast. Yeah. But I mean, you so you present one of the most prestigious alternative music radio shows. So that's like a pod, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you very much, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you are, I'm amazing. Are, you're you, a... are you in the J- Jason Punch tier now, or what is it? <laughs> but you are in the. You know, well, some of our, know, some like, of our listeners may not know how immersed in the world of music you well, are. I am immersed and, in it. Yes. How well known you are. So um, you've got a lot of insight. I guess so. I don't. I wouldn't really call it a podcast. It's a radio show, but yeah. you can listen back to it. But because it's on every day. Yeah, it's every day, so it's it's five. Well, not every day, it's five days a week. Yeah. So you're not going to think, oh, I wonder. It's not like you've got two weeks in, or even a week in between. You've got a week to listen to this. <laughs> right, final question this week, and I've saved this one for a couple no, of weeks. You can ago. listen to Price of Football, by the way, which is we uh, plugged it last week. Oh, didn't yeah, did it? Quite heavily, indeed. Actually. So if numbers shot up, you are welcome. Yeah. Um, Quentin Soldham, second question from this week says, I was in London last week. This is a few weeks ago Ooh. with my partner because I've I've kept it till you've come back on the podcast. We agreed. Uh, on my instigation that we see how many celebs we could spot over the five days. My tally was three. Andrew Castle, ex-British number one tennis player. Yeah. Paul Gambaccini, DJ oh, Radio. Nice. And the last celeb spotted in Victoria Station while awaiting my train to Gatwick, Mr. Kevin Day. Yeah. Oh, I'll take that. Good to see you, Kevin. But I was far too starstruck to say hello. <laughs> you sure that's the same Kevin Day? I, I, I love... I, I give off an aura of please come and say hello. <laughs> I, I, please come and take a selfie so I can tourist. I can make myself look far more important. I'm, if I'm in the... Country, of Andrew Carson and Paul Gambaccini I'm happy you've yeah. done well I'll tell you that you've done very well mate. well that. done congratulations Kevin there are men of a certain I'm a you know, to men of a certain age I'm a you know <laughs> catnip to men of a certain age football fans of a certain age <laughs> very oh, good oh dear well Excellent. you've never let us forget that time we, someone was walking past the pub and went that's that I recognised your voice Who's he's only done Who's about 20 that? podcasts it's really? the worst, it's the worst the day. day of Andy Street's life <laughs> <laughs> Actually, even at the Arsenal game, we get it a few times that yeah. people come up to me and say, "Nice, nice podcast, mate." Look yeah. at Andy and go, "You're right, mate." Walk off. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't, yeah, but he hasn't so done. Funny. It. It's so good. Andy who? Andy who? You know what Andy's like. He never forgets or forgives. No, or forgets it's his job. Um, <laughs> right. Thank you for your questions. Uh, in part three, no, part four. Come oh, on, another part. Um, we're going to preview uh, Palace's trip to Chelsea. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. It's part four, of course, where we briefly preview Palace's next game, uh, which is away at Chelsea, a little trip northwest of the river. If Quentin sees me at Victoria Station this time, come and say hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very friendly. Um, We had a question from Norman Jamie Brody. Hi, Norman. He says, do you think we're getting points in the next two games? Obviously, it's Chelsea, then at home to Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, does it it come back to that sort of classic cliche of sort of two free hits? Or actually, you know, given our form this season, can we actually take anything from this? I... I you remember before these five games that James mentioned that were above, the teams above us, I said we should judge it on the next ten rather than the next yeah, five. Yeah, of course. But I, I thought we could get five points out of these games, generally. I thought we would would win one. So we've, so we've got one, one, one point yeah. out of three. I, I thought so Leicester would be the one we could win. Yeah. If we could... Chelsea 
arguably is the most, you know, because they've got the kids. You don't know what you're going to get, basically. Mm. But they are doing well. But they are doing very well, much better than I thought. Yeah. They'll play honest. with a bit of wild abandon and a bit, of, and a bit of... Um, yeah. The shackles are off. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and isn't that refreshing to see? Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Isn't what what Lampard is doing there? Whatever you think about yeah. that team, they're playing with a bit like a bit of daring do. But it might play. Against, <laughs> it, it, it might work against them if we. It might do, but also, at least it's, it's entertaining. It's, it's also early kickoff, which, which is, is weird to say. Well, but it's that a bit of daring do. Yeah, daring, daring do. Daring do. That is the title of this week's pod. I love that. Daring do. Daring. No, I love it. D e double r i n g. I just felt daring wrong. Daring. Daring do. Daring do. Daring do. Love it. Yeah. What does it say? What's the... you, I, if you've genuinely Googled that, I will be really, really cross <laughs> with has. you. I haven't, but I've you just have. off the top of my head, you've I think just it's, it's an action displaying heroic courage, I think. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'd go for. Daring do. That really annoys me. That's, that's exactly what my father-in-law does. If I tell him something, and I'll catch him looking it up in a book ten minutes later. He's like, why are you doing that? Love it. Bit of daring do. But that brings us back, Jack, yes. full circle to part one. Which exactly. We would like to see Palace trying a bit of daring do. <laughs> but Chelsea were forced into it. Yes. And the yes, thing they is, were forced Chelsea, Chelsea, you used the phrase free hit. One of the reasons Lampard was a good, this was a good season to get him, apart from he's one of our own, uh, he's not going to get any criticism because yep. the fans knew he was working with one arm tied behind his back. Yep, yep. But, it's very clever. But it's worked out for him. And yep. it turns out that all these years, Chelsea had all these were spending billions when they had all these really good players. Exactly. In but uh, so, we but knew we, they had because they they, yeah. they used to load out more players than yeah. anybody else. Yeah. yeah. And it could it could work in our favour because Batshaw is not starting many games. Yeah. Loftus cheek could come back injured and not get back in and so they could so it could work for us getting loan players. But also the fact is yeah, we're older and streetwise, and if we can frustrate them, that is a game you wouldn't be surprised if we could get a, a, a point from. Mm. And it is again; it's early kickoff, which I always, always like. It always seems to be a bit flatter. So that means you need to be the pub at what, like ten o'clock in the morning? 10. Yeah, away games different. I've got oh, it's different. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But it's because you can't. I, I would still, if we could end up with four points out of these five games, I'd be delighted. But then again, I still think we should be looking at the ten games rather than yes, no, because we found out pretty much where we are. We're as good as Arsenal, yeah. Which they probably wouldn't. But we yeah. are as good as Arsenal, which again is fantastic. You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't say no yeah. to that. We're still above. We're above West Ham. We're above Tottenham. We're above, we're above United. Manchester United. Yeah. So you, these are all things that you would you would take. So again, it seems odd that we were yeah. frustrated, but. Mm. Yeah, we're but we're we're coming against teams that are sort of putting us in our place a little bit. But it turns out our place is tenth. That's that's not too bad. We're sort of just about still on course. Yeah, Yeah. you know, I I I think it'd be good to get. uh, Obviously, it'd be great to get something out of the Chelsea game. I've 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 got. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, I'm right, actually right. looking forward to the Liverpool game. So I know we should really talk about it well, the next part, but well, come on, man. You know they, 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 they don't like us. They don't they like don't. us. They're they really don't run like at the us. moment. They're, they're, but know, also they're fumbling, fumbling their way through yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's really interesting because five, the five winning goals in their last five games have come... The, the the earliest was the 75th minute. Clop time, they're calling Klopp it. Clop time. Up the after that, the full say, are they really? four out of the five oh, winning no goals, cloppage, they called it cloppage time. Cloppage time. Cloppage time. The club have adopted it. It's cloppage time. Cloppage oh time. God. So they've scored four of their five winning goals in countdown, countdown. the past 85 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. So they're not firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Um, and they don't tend to really, they tend to beat us by the odd goals. Tellers Park, and that's a late, a late kickoff, so the atmosphere for that will be. Well, we'll find out uh, with that one, but of course, we'll preview that on next week's podcast yes, of after Sorry the Chelsea that, yeah. game. Um, yeah. And that actually wraps up this week's pod. So, lads, thanks very much thank for you. joining me on the pod. Thanks for having us. It's always, thank, really, it's always nice to get And thank you to Soho Radio for hosting us. Of course, yes, thank you. As ever. Soho Radio. Daring, do, yeah. So, you, <laughs> you can. Uh, we'll be back next week, but of course, there'll be a. 
Thanks. Um, there'll be a post-match pod via Patreon after the Chelsea game, of course. Patreon.com forward slash FYP podcast. And then we're back in the main pod next week. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week. I hope you've got a bit of daring do. And we'll see you very soon. It's Goodbye. getting colder. Hooray. <laughs> Time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Podcast Network.